And we are live. Welcome back to another episode of the Mecca of Banter podcast. I am your host this week, Nick Hayflinger. You can find me at Hayfee4 on Twitter. And since Henry maybe be saying it, maybe not be saying it, I'll say it as a Chelsea fan. It is a great week to be a Chelsea fan. Three points. <laughs> I think it's the first time on this podcast I that it's that. I don't think I've said that in months. I think three points has come, but us scoring four goals. Oh my goodness. I, I thought I was watching something different. But hey, we'll take them. Um, we have a spicy episode today. Um, but why don't we introduce and let's start off with the, the man of the hour, Mr. Nate, passing it on over. Yes, sir. How we doing? How we doing? It's great. I, like I said, I haven't stopped smiling in 36 hours. I'm getting worried at this point, but uh, couldn't be better, man. Couldn't be better. <laughs> hey, I mean, you got to take your smiles when you can. I know the Champions League uh, performance wasn't so great, but I'm happy you're smiling now. Um, moving over to another man who is actually top of the table, Mr. Hoob. How are we doing? I'm glad you said it so that I didn't have to. Uh, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say it a lot. I'm not gonna say it a lot. Um, you know how it is as a Spurs fan. We're not in the title race. We're not that. None of that is happening. <laughs> We're just here week in week out having a really good time. Still, so uh, happy to be back, okay. boys. Co-leaders, co-leaders. Thank you. No such thing. We scored more goals. Has ever been a thing. Is that how it works at the end of the year? Is that is that the mm, Arsenal yeah. mentality? They like that co-leader, second place shit. I love it. <laughs> Well, it's well, October. They, they wouldn't know. They've never finished the season as co-leaders. I just so, want the credit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they have no idea. They finish in second. They know what that's about, but they don't know what we'll the co-leaders about. We'll get to it. Don't stress. Hey, but some team that does finish late games over here, Manchester United. How are we doing, Hen? Dude, I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm rocking my McTominay jersey at the current moment because that man is goaded. Um, it is a great week to be a Manchester United fan. I'll tell you what, uh, we'll get into it when you talk about it. But when, when, when I tell you that I was fucking laughing hysterically <laughs> in the 94th minute watching us win against Brentford, I mean, I was a basket case on my couch. I couldn't be more excited to be here, fellas. Oh, I definitely cannot <laughs> wait to get in it. But to give everyone, a listener, a little outline, we're going to do our normal weekend recap where we'll talk about all the games this weekend, um, talk a little maybe Champions League, also St. Louis City performance, and then a segment at the end um, that we have in store. Um, so let's stick. Let's start it off with the game of the weekend, Arsenal versus City. Um, that's why our man Nate is on, because we wanted some representation for this game. <laughs> Um, 1-0 victory for the Gooners on an own goal. Um, let's talk about it. You know, it was own goal is a little tough. They they gave it to Martinelli. I'm not going to leave it there because I know that was a shot. Uh, but, space. It was going wide. Keep going. Um, I'm going to start off. I saw the lineup. We had Enketia, Trasar, Jesus on the wing, and I was a little nervous, man, because I was like, Saka's gone, Martinelli's not back, which he said he was going to be. And I came in, and, I, and we'd lost 12 in a row. Goal differential like five to thirty-three. And I like I said in the group chat, I was like, please Lord, give us a sign, something, man. And then they came out and gave a performance of a lifetime, man. I mean, we were nervous in the first 20. They pressed us so well. They had a few chances off the butt, off the front of it. And Declan Rice headed off the line. Ake missed a chance. But then from there, I don't think they had a sniff of the goal. Like I can't think of another chance. I remember hearing yeah, it was so their weird. last so weird. And Holland. Ho- their front three, Holland, uh, 
Phil Foden and then Alvarez. Tell me one thing they did in that game. I mean, I, off the top of my head, I couldn't think. I know I'm, I'm looking at an Arsenal perspective, but Holland got bodied by Saliba. I've watched that clip probably a thousand times. Probably a thousand times. I mean, our, our back line and Declan played incredible. Like it all. I think against City, you have to you have to play so smart because they play so tactically well. Even with you know, granted they're missing Rodri and De Bruyne, huge misses. Uh, you know. I know Nick's going to say it. I'm just going to say it before he even gets there. But then to bring on Martinelli, to have the ability to still be in the game at home and then score like we did. Kai Havertz assist. Just going to say it, Nick. Kai Havertz oh assist. God. Eugenio Masterclass. It's an own goal. What are you on about? Uh, like Own goals and hitting cloud nine. You just love when Chelsea players do that stuff. Statement win. You heard it here. Statement win, bro. That's a statement. In eight years. We just beat the team that won the treble last year, and we we kind of whooped them at the end of it. I mean, um, how, what I'm saying that's is kind of a wild take. That's a wild well, no, take. No, okay, okay. So you think you whooped them? As a, Yo, you, no, no, no. I can't, I can't wait for we the, the fucking okay, okay. bus tour for the, the one zero victory we over Manchester we City. Olaying, <laughs> we weren't Olaying through the stadium, but we scored, and then they didn't have a sniff. They didn't have a, after sixty minutes. They didn't have a shot on goal. You guys didn't have a sniff. Like you guys that's were not fair. as productive going forward either you got to know second half we were the aggressors aggressors I, not yeah crazy good chances yep. either <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. okay okay it, it was it was one of those games though it was going to be down to one chance like totally it was so finely balanced it was so finely balanced that's why you say a dominant performance i'm shocked by well i think I think if you looked at any of the games we played them in the league the last six years, where we're usually down three nothing and a half, for us that's that's a great performance, man. Like yeah, Saliba, Gabrielle I mean, Rice, huge performance. I, I think from a defensive standpoint, it was a great performance, but like offensively, sure. you guys didn't do fucking anything. Like we had you, our B, we had our B front line. It doesn't matter. B team, like like. It, it just wasn't a dominant performance by either side. It was just like you all took the one chance. Granted, it was an own goal. Yep. I'll call it an own goal. Like, <laughs> I mean, Ederson was saving that ball or it was going it was wide unless wide. the Ake like, deflection happened. We but, do need to like, clarify that it was given as a goal and Kyver Havertz was given an assist. So no, thank, you but, yes. thank you, Hoof. Um, but like, I, I think that, neither team looked great going forward. I mean, Odegaard ghosted the entire game. Like I didn't see him a single time. I thought taking off Trossard that early was so weird. Leaving on and Ketia was so weird. Like, uh, they, Jason, they, they did say Trossard had an injury. I'm not sure. Okay. Word, that, fine. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, whenever I saw Jesus out on the right, I was like, that's great. I think that, I think that you get that guy on the field, not having to be down the middle, but he can interchange. Yeah. Now the but issue great. The issue is Inketia only can play that nine role. So I think if Trissard was like in the nine or Jesus was whatever it may be, if it was like those three across the front, I think that that would have been great. But I don't think it was a dominant display by anyone except for Gabriel and Saliba. I would say that those two incredible. got to hang their hang their heads high. They played incredibly well. Rice played yeah. well too. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, from City's side, like I don't think that there was really anyone. I thought Rico Lewis had a great game. He had game, one carry. Yeah. He had one carry like through the middle of the field. He ended up getting fouled, and like they they prematurely blew the whistle because he was in on goal um, when he got I tackled. Still, Dude, that was close. That was but, 
I know this one. City just botched. I don't. I don't even think Arsenal played incredibly well. So that's that's exactly what I was getting. And I was talking to Spencer Osterman, buddy, who's fellow Gooner. Um, I is City lost that game more than United won it, but I think, or more than Arsenal won it. But I think we learned a lot about City without KDB and Rodri. Like that team, you don't realize how much flows through them. And like, you can see it on the pitch, but then when you see them play like this, um, I I think we learned that they're a lot more beatable without both of those guys. I think Rodri could completely change that game too. Um, But you know, it's, it's, uh, it's tough to a beat Man City ever, especially at home. Uh, but the guys at the top of the table did it, and it's also <laughs> tough to leave the Emirates with any sort of points. Who uh, the guys at the top of the table also did. So the, oh, where I'm getting at is oh, what a trophy. What a trophy. Yeah, hang it in the rafters. <laughs> where I'm getting at is I think we're seeing a year of general prem football where there's no specific dominant team, and the top six can beat all of the top six. And then yeah. the pesky teams through the middle are are tough to beat on any given week. So I, I think without a full healthy city team, no one's a queer clear no one's a clear uh, runaway favorite this year. So um, I think that's interesting. I didn't learn a ton about Arsenal in that match. I learned more about City. But you know, come away with three points anytime against Pep. You know, well, you saw Arteta; I, he was celebrating like they just won the league, bro. He was on his oh, knees. Oh, you guys at God. Luton! At Luton, you guys were doing a walk of honor. I don't want to hear it, brother. We do a walk of honor every week when we're playing like this. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah, okay, we're doing okay. it. We're taking that. Well, what I would say, at least the takeaway, is that one. We we stuck to our game. We were strong defensively, and we didn't crumble under the pressure because I feel like in recent years. There's been years where the like the aura or the idea of playing City has gotten to us. We we get to the totally. game, totally. we make a huge mistake, we get them a goal, and then we're fucked because you're you're sorry, you're, you're screwed because essentially you're you're behind and you're playing against yeah, the best team in the you. world. Yeah, you're allowed <laughs> to say what you want, man. <laughs> and and then it's you're chasing a game, you leave spaces and they they punish you every time. So I, I think for us it was always going to be, and I, I think for any anybody who wasn't a fan of either team, it was never going to be like a three two. Because both teams press so well. Like it was literally like press, 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 long ball, gain it back, and then they press. And it was like this game of like back and forth. And then you saw with like Pep subs, he brought on um, a few players, including Doku, who I think then we countered with Tamiyasu. And it was almost like this game of chess. And it was really like, like you said, it was finally balanced. And I, I, I think dominant was the wrong word to use. I just think we were, we played confidently and we played in a way that like, like they didn't That's have a good word chances. change. Yeah, we're changed. We're changed. Good. That's a good one, though. That is a good one. I'll give you that. <laughs> I, I think I, I, said, fair. I said it. Said it wrong. That's fair. But I think what <laughs> what you can learn is that the 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 tides are turning as far as like mentality wise with the players and the coach and the fans. Like there's a belief, and I think you know I'm not going to sit here and say that this, we're in the league. That's it. But I'm saying you can see the tide switch, and that's a big goal to get. I mean, like you said, it was finally balanced. One team was going to get a goal. It seemed like both teams are pressing. But what I love, what I love, and what I wanted to say specifically was like we scored. There was still probably eight, ten minutes left. We kept the ball. They didn't have a sniff. In in recent years, even against Tottenham this year, we scored and then we're like frantic with it. We're making mistakes and we're doing it. But we were so confident on the ball, kept it, moved it. They didn't have a sniff after we scored, and that was the end of it. And that for me was like that was it, man. I, I went nuts when they scored and nuts when they get the full time whistle went. I was gonna say, so you were also a little perspective. You were at Amsterdam as well, so I bet you the scenes were there. 
Dude, Griffin, I, go. I didn't I make to it to I Amsterdam, mean, oh, but I will no. tell you. I just queued all that you, up for nothing. I apologize. I went even more nuts when we scored at my house. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you were in public. You could say well, what you want, but the, the vibes at Amsterdam were were huge. I mean, yeah, we were we were with all the all the Arsenal fans, and granted, we 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 still haven't really come across any Manchester City fans, so we wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> but uh, out the, the Arsenal, Arsenal fans were were going pretty electric. Uh, it was so funny. We were standing with um, like Lucas was there and Joey Bosworth was there. Shout out Joey Bosworth for saving three pens last night. <laughs> um, but then we were with their friend, Jeremy too, who also plays like on the indoor team. Jeremy's a man city fan. And you should have seen Bosworth and winks just like motherfucking yeah. this guy. With yeah. that shot yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was so good. Bro, can um, we so- talk about Kovacic too? Like, wh- yeah, dude. Whoa. I like, Crazy. I thought the first one was a red. Correct me if I'm wrong. The first one was borderline red. Okay. I, I, I either way, I've seen it give it's both a fair ways, check. Then, it's a fair yeah, check. It's a fair check. If you don't want to give a red, whatever. But the second one on Declan studs up in the ankle. Two minutes later, I see, was, every other. It's see, gone. I, You're gone. I think it's interesting. I think the other one was gone. worse than that one. The one on Declan, I think he barely nicks him, and the other one was more well, of like. So that's the thing. I I, I think yellow. the first tackle was was reviewable. I think they made the right choice in just sticking with a yellow, but reviewable. Okay. But to do exactly the same thing two minutes later, <laughs> two minutes later, and not like, get not even get a card, I was like, you could definitely tell the the ref well, didn't want to make a decision, it. huh? Declan no, bro, he, he connected. I mean, he got he studs failed. in his ankle, bro. He, it was he, late and Declan dirty. Leans up, looks, and goes, "Hey, in the case of Jota, he doesn't necessarily even have to hit him if there's intent. So yeah, sometimes that's still a yellow." And the I, only reason I'm really defending this is because I like Kovacic, but I do agree they sure. were they were risky. He's got to go. I, I just I know. just think the ref didn't want to make a huge decision to change yes. the game and like. Yeah. I can, res- I can respect that, but also that was fucking stupid from Kovacic. Like, he is – he's a lucky They're boy. And, yeah. and especially after Jota last week, I think, you know, Liverpool fans are probably pissed watching that because it was essentially the same or worse. I mean, it was two yellows quickly, back-to-back. Yeah. And, I mean – I read something today. It was like, they're lucky that Arsenal won because we, I would have bitched my ass off. Totally. Lost. Like, no, oh. that's it. Put a we all star. know. We all Asterisk know. By it. No, that's not our fault, man. We all know the Arsenal fans would have bitched. That is that is definitely the most obvious thing that would have came from that. Um, if that uh, were to happen, I will say though, league, I though. have I have been trolling, and you guys did get um, three points against City, which is very hard to do. So kudos. But um, moving on to the other game for the actual top of the league, which we have Tottenham, um, Hoover. Uh, 1-0 against Luton. Had to grind one out there. Any thoughts? Uh, again, it's one of those that I've seen Spurs lose or draw over and over and over and over in my life. Like, we consider this a cursed fixture. Um, this cursed <laughs> fixture being immediately after a huge result against a top five team. Uh, the early kickoff on a Saturday, also, uh, you know, an issue. And, you know, First or first two or three matches against a promote, newly promoted side, also cursed. So this hit, this checked every single box. And you know, I was out meeting some friends before a wedding on Friday night. But believe it or not, up pretty early to watch uh, the old <laughs> boys and up north. And you know, it it was setting up to be exactly that match. Like literally, 
They were missing wide open chances. Richie had uh, so many that he could have bagged. <laughs> Matters was was not hitting the ball the way that he should have. They were on the front foot the whole time. Basuma second yellow red at the very end of the first half. Like <clears throat> stupid. It was it was a dumb decision on his part. Uh, it was not, uh, you know, it, it just wasn't smart and no one's mad about it. And Ange came out immediately and was just like, look, made mistakes. It is what it is. He's been huge for us. So, uh, it comes down to a matters, you know, short corner, quick slot to Mickey Vandeven for a, a easy finish, probably a, a saveable. Um, what a finish just straight up the net. Oh, really? And again. I mean, he was coming backwards and had he to tilted flick his it. whole body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was it was cool to see him score that, and he was just so so gassed. Um, and then they locked it down. They they went into you know a very interesting stadium and horrible broadcast view. <laughs> let terrible. me tell you, when you get, when you watch a Luton game, man, those are rough. But um, yeah, it they never come away with three points here. They did exactly that. They scored a goal. They held a clean sheet. Romero's massive. Mickey Van Event's massive. I can't speak enough about them. And it just looks like things are clicking. And I'm not ever going to get ahead of myself and be too excited <laughs> because this is Tottenham, lads. But it's a lot of fun. We're having a lot Top of fun. Top of the league. Top of the- okay, if you're listening this far in the podcast, which I'm assuming the majority of you are, because uh, we're only 17 minutes in, uh, Zencaster yet again decided to delete the entire back half of our podcast. We went on to speak for another 45, 50 minutes, uh, finishing our talk on Tottenham. Uh, We discussed Manchester United's current form and the late winner that was Scott McTominay, as well as the drop points against uh, Galatasaray midweek. Andre Onana, we we went into that. We talked about Ten Hag um, and our current thoughts on their form. Uh, we went into Chelsea getting three points. We looked at the the two two Liverpool Brighton game. Um, we looked at the Champions League. We we talked about those performances. Newcastle running riot on them at St James's Park, um, and then we went into a start bench cell of Salah, Saka, and Son. Um, which w- it was crazy, some crazy takes, but all of that doesn't matter um, because Zencaster yet again deleted our podcast. So um, we're sorry. Uh, this will be the last time that we use this platform. So hopefully moving forward, we won't have any more technical difficulties with the upload or anything like that. And I know there's a couple of other podcast creators that listen to this podcast weekly. If you have recommendations on what service uh, for us to use that you've really loved, uh, let us know. Let us know in the comments and um, shoot us a, tw- a tweet, anything like that. We're, we're more than willing to listen to it. So once again, we apologize for not having a full episode for you all again on this Tuesday. And uh, like I said, hopefully this is the last time that that happens. um, And we're sorry.